The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggah. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday, February 14th, back on schedule. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday as well to my beautiful bride of now 20... God, I got to count the years of 96. It's now 2027 years. Did I get that right, Andy? 27 years? You're asking me? Uh, my invitation to the wedding must have gotten lost in the mail. Uh, it was I in. It was all the way up in Maine, which you like going there in the summer. However, uh, it's Vermont, actually. Oh, but that's yes. right. Well, it's you know they're all the same. It's a lot of a <laughs> lot of pine trees and darkness and maple yes. syrup. Either way, exactly. but yeah. So yeah, it's Valentine's Day, two thousand and twenty-three, and my lovely wife was born on Valentine's Day, so she gets sort of ripped off in this regard. And she married you, okay? Every day is a ripoff. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Anyway, uh, you are now uh, how many years in country having been married, as we like to say? Uh, married in uh, 86, so okay. uh, what are we coming up Do the up math on, on that, 37 yeah. years. 37, yep. I'm a grandfather. I got grown kids, so uh, been at this game a long time. You're uh you're so so you and I I'm ten years younger than you right? Uh yeah that's correct right. Yep. I'm fifty four about to be fifty five. You're about to collect Medicare. I am. Holy I'm getting shit. stuff in the mail all the time now. <laughs> that and AARP stuff right? Although you probably gotten that for a while now. Oh yeah, AARP is fifty. Right? Oh yeah, fifty. Yeah okay. Uh so there's that. So you're ten years ahead in both fronts. How about them apples? Yeah. So what are you and Mrs. P going to do for Valentine's Day? Oh, I don't know. Probably what we always do: uh, have dinner in front of the TV, watching PTI. <laughs> so no cards, no flowers, no, no special nah. dinner. 
No, nah, not really. I okay. mean, you know, fair just enough. Say happy Valentine's Day. Okay, uh, yeah. fair enough. No special treats or snacks or nah. desserts. Okay, you're not a big dessert guy anyway. Uh, I've cut back. Yes, I. Uh, I well, I like my uh, low carb ice cream, so I uh, I usually have a little bit of that every night. What do you like, Tom Brady? Avocado ice cream. Well, look, Zabe, it's it's a pretty simple formula, as you know. You keep the carbs down. And you stay away from sugar as much as you can, which obviously is carbs. And uh, you keep your weight down. It's it's not a complicated formula. No, it's not. However, uh, I think a recent Biden administration official pretty much implied that if you're fat, it may not be your fault. That's Did you see true. that? That's true. But having been fat a good part of my life and in the last four years, being able to control that by keeping the carbs down. Um, you know, I'm not now I was never, I, there are people who really do have serious problems and are, sure. you know, a hundred pounds. Metabolisms vary greatly yeah. for sure. I, I was never in that. I just ate too much and I ate too much Chazerai. So I've <laughs> cut back on the Chazerai right. and I've been able to keep my weight at a pretty good level. Yeah. Did you eat a lot yesterday for Super Bowl? I did not. Uh, I actually did a uh, a remote, as they say in the biz, what? at uh, Crystal City Sports Pub. Yeah, and uh, had a nice yep, crab, sorry, go cake ahead. crab cake sandwich there, and uh, came home and uh, what I have I had a little bit of. Uh, well, my daughter brought over these pigs in a blanket, so I ate a few of those, not too many, and uh, I don't know some popcorn and carb ice cream, and that was about it. Okay, good. Uh, here's the headline. Biden administration expert claims obesity cannot be treated with exercise and good diet. Yeah, that's that's probably true if you're talking about what? You know, uh, major obesity. You know, and, and, and people... I and thought look, you would people... have jumped at that and scoffed at that and no, said, no, no, oh, no. come on. No, I mean, we, look, you, th- there is a lot of, th- there was fat shaming last night, by the way, by Terry Bradshaw, who's in no position to talk, <laughs> having gained a lot of weight in recent years, you know, telling Andy Reid to waddle, waddle on, on over, over here, here. <laughs> yeah, and, and have a cheeseburger on us. Um, <laughs> but but there are people, yes, who have very serious weight problems, and sometimes they lose a lot of weight and they gain it right back. Okay, um, Dr. Fatima yeah. Cody Stanford told CBS's Leslie Stahl that, quote, doctors do not understand obesity. That can't be true. Th- th- I don't think that's true at all. Are there well, new advancements being made all the time? Of course, but I think we basically understand it. Right, but, but have they cured obesity? They have not. No, because right? there's no cure what's making us fat. And by us, I mean me and millions of other Americans is weaponized processed food. Yes, exactly. Not just processed food, I've come to understand. It's weaponized against us. There is truly a big food incorporated that just wants us to eat, 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 nom, 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 and almost make that our hobby instead of exercise or a sport or any kind of activity. Well, you know, as Jack LaLanne used to say, if man made it, don't eat it. But that's a very difficult thing to do. How, how many people are able to just eat natural foods all the time? It's, it's hard. It's, uh, it's yeah. more expensive. That's the other thing about weaponized, highly processed foods is that they're made very cheap. But it's possible, and it's better for you in the long run. Yeah. It'll, it'll cost you, you less 
when it comes to health problems down the road. So why yeah. can't why can't I follow this simple advice? Because everything's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you're you're also addicted to the sugar. You are. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and 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 you 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 would and your lifestyle really doesn't allow you to do that. Plus, you got one problem: you don't like vegetables. That not liking vegetables is is a big issue in in trying to control this. It, it would help if I did, but you can go keto, you can go carb, you can go low carb, you can go carnivore, and still do it without you know the vegetable thing. But bottom line is this: um, weaponized is the key word, and the other key word to remember when it comes to these foods is uh addiction addiction mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly what it is it is in your brain i can't wait to go eat at chipotle tomorrow or whatever or after lunch or after this meeting so i gotta break that okay let's get on with the super bowl what did you think andy it was an absolute crackerjack of a game that had by most people's account a shit ending yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Um, if you isolate that play, was it the correct call yes. that there was defensive holding? Okay, yes. so In a vacuum, so yes. Yeah, so now, now we're into this, well, since they didn't call it the whole game, they shouldn't have called it there. Well, if it's a rule, shouldn't it be enforced? Um, you know, I, 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 did it ruin the end of the game? I don't know, because you're, you're assuming – that at that point, Kansas City's going to kick a field goal. And as great as Jalen Hurts was, he's definitely going to lead the Eagles down the field, and they're either going to kick the tying field goal or they're going to win the game with the touchdown. Well, we don't know if that's going to happen. We don't know if they would have done that. I think the field goal would have been a given. It was third and 10. Right. So they would have had – I mean, it would be insane to go for it. The Eagles would have loved it if they had gone for it on third, on fourth and 10. They can't mm-hmm. – you know, uh, that would have been the obvious thing. But then – I was just ready, Andy, for a a minute, 48-second wild ride to see if Hurts and the Eagles could do it. That's what I wanted, and I feel like we were robbed of that. And and yes, it's a defensible call, but there are calls all the time that they kind of go, yeah, nah, and they let it go. I keep going back to this year's playoffs when in the Ravens-Bengals game, uh, one of the Bengals players pushes Mark Andrews down from behind as he's about to catch the guy going the other way for 99 yards and a touchdown. They just go, eh, you know what, let it go. They could have done that on that play there. I didn't think the amount of contact rose to the level of you should have called it. Yeah, except that the back admitted that he held. I know. I thought he could get away with it. But that doesn't, to me, that doesn't end any debate per se. He just admitted that it was a flaggable offense, of which there are how many in a given football game? So do we get to the point where every play is reviewable? No. No. So the answer is you leave it up to the discretion of the referee. And the referee at that point thought it was defensive holding, and so did the back who committed the penalty. Yeah. Uh, The answer is I wish the NFL would subtly tell its officials, look, we don't want calls like that determining the outcome of games. In other words, in the final, when games are coming down to it, uh, we want you to really officiate with a light, light touch. And so the defenders know that. And so in that situation – they can almost do what they want, knowing right. that the referee is definitely going to swallow the whistle. Right. Like, here's the way to look at the how solid was that call. If it was not called, 
what percentage of clamor would there be for that versus what there is for this? 10% max? Nobody yeah. would have batted an eye if they had just let that one go. But they called it, and now people are like, whoa, what the hell? That tells you right there, the call probably didn't fit the moment. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's probably yeah. true. But, you know, again, the referees are schooled on how to do it. And, and Mike Pereira, who, by the way, now has become the third man in the booth, I think this is this is what, yeah. I mean, he's the full on third man, not just brought in occasionally. Yeah, yeah, he's on he's on all the time because officiating is now such a big part of the game. Uh, you, you know, so you you would have him uh, call every single one. Is that the right call? Is that the is that that not, not the right call? And that's that's where we are right now. That that everybody is uh, it used to be an armchair quarterback. Then it became armchair general manager. Now we're all armchair referees. Yeah. Well, that's in part because the league embraced replay to the extent where they think perfection in officiating is somehow attainable, so they're going to chase it. And therefore, it leads to the public clamoring for more perfection from mm-hmm. their officials, not less. I'd still yeah. go the other way on it. I'd get rid of all replay, but that's just me. You but- can't, and, and, and partly it's because television is so good now. And oh. especially in the Super Bowl, where you have like twice as many cameras. Oh, I think they uh, they probably have like sixty or more cameras on the game. Yeah, so it, it, it's yeah, it's a lot different now. So you got the Chiefs, who have now won two in four years. Uh, they rebuilt their offensive line after getting dusted by the Buccaneers two years ago. Uh, they let Tyreek Hill go, and they just said, "Here, pluck, pluck, pluck." We'll take you, you, and you. You guys work with Travis Kelsey. We're still going to be good. Andy Reid shows no signs of slowing down. How many more do you think for the Chiefs? Um, I would think two or three. They have the, the uh, they have the opportunity to, to get to two or three more. I think that the, the, oh, this rush to uh, make him the next Brady, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brady, Brady, one point went ten years without a Super Bowl. I mean, he, 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 at twenty seven, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to play a long time, and the way he plays. He's not going to last until he's forty-five. He just sure. isn't. That that that's just not going. So so if if he wins, you know, he's got to win five more just to I know. tie Brady. I um, know. It it sounds but, funny because you go two or three, and you realize how far short of Brady that'll fall, and it yeah. feels like you're you're underselling it. But then you you stop and go, fuck! It's so hard to win one, two or three more is a lot. He's he's now won as many as uh, Roger Staubach, uh, as many as Peyton Manning. You know he's he's in that discussion now. Sure. But to, to get to the top, man, he's got a long way to go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, other thoughts on the game? The field was apparently oh, terrible. This this was uh, this was Willie Mays falling in the outfield. <laughs> George Toma is the only person who's been involved in all 57 Super Bowls, and he's been known as the sod god. He, he's the greatest of all time for the field. How he could say, yeah, this looks good enough, we're good to go, and and have it basically be an ice skating rink. I mean, don't don't okay. you, after, after having the field all set, bring out like maybe some local college players or some high school players just to test it out before you say, okay, guys, here's – 
Here it is for the biggest game of the year. And they spent close to a million dollars on that field. They spent two years growing the grass. Yeah, much like you reflexively defend all things Biden administration. I will reflexively defend George Toma, the sod god. There is no way that he forgot how to prepare a field for the NFL after all these years. Plus, he's got a lot of assistance underneath him. That said, okay, here's what we're going to do for the field. I actually, uh, one of the former NFLers on our station, John Kuhn, said Mm -hmm. yesterday he blamed the players for not adjusting how they play on a tight and, you know, uh, a a tight field that was a new field that was not going to have necessarily the footing of an outdoor field that gets rained on. And wet and all, you know, like all the things that go into a field. He blamed the players. And I said, wow, well, interesting. That, uh, or how about the training staff that, you know, because they have all these different cleats that are available. Right. Um, you know, and I think, didn't they say that at, at one point, uh, either, either Mahomes or Hurts, I forget which one, changed his cleats? Yes. Um, because, because of the footing? They had a shot so, of the yeah. pile of cleats there on the sideline at one point during the game. Although I think one of the two teams didn't change them out nearly as much. As the other one did, I think, and and this is where Kuhn vehemently disagreed with me. I said they need to be they need to allow the teams to practice on the field Thursday, and then you clean it up, tamp it down, repaint it if you need to. Uh, it may not look as perfect come game time, but you have two days to get it back into shape. I think they should know what they're playing on. Would you be in favor of letting them practice on the precious field on Thursday? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I I thought at one time they might have actually done that. I, I maybe I'm wrong, but it, it seems like you know teams had like a walkthrough anyway on on the field before the game, but maybe not. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. 
Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Okay. Uh, What did you think of the halftime show? Uh, well, I'm a little old to be judging this, but uh, a woman with child and, and look, looking significantly with child uh, had a lot of energy, I thought. Um, and, uh, and and standing up on that platform was was very impressive. But if, if you're going to ask me to uh, critique the, the actual musical performance, uh, not really my genre. Can you name a single Rihanna song? No. no okay. That's, you know, that's not. Do you know the song she opened with was called Bitch Better Have My Money? Well, yeah, I do read Phil Mushnick religiously, and uh, I, I did read all the criticism about, uh, you know, having her and, and Roger Goodell's, you know. Goodell is, is such a phony and a boo, but it's it's just, I, I've just I've just given up. How'd you feel but, about yes. Goodell bear-hugging Chris Jones of the Chiefs uh, and being lifted well, off the ground after the game? Well, I mean, it's just it just falls in line with all the crap he does at the draft every year. He is he is a sixty million dollar a year phony, and he is doing the it's job. It's sixty pay him now. Do. That's what I've heard. It's it's just, and they don't have to report it anymore because of their I don't know. Uh, oh, they changed their tax status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. so that's yeah. So six sixty million. But you know, the, and and they used to you know make these goals. They say we want to be a ten billion dollar a year business. At Goodell's news conference last week, he was asked, is it true that you will be a $25 billion business this year? And he danced around it, meaning, Ooh. yeah, that's oh, really? where they are. Well, yeah. I remember the 25-bill number almost 10 years ago. They said that, uh, and that was really shooting for the moon. So they're already you know, there, they're you there. think? They've landed. The eagle Jesus, has landed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they just they just keep making more deals. Uh, this is, I mean, look again, they had a touch football game, a flag football game that drew 6.2 million viewers. The Stanley cup finals get 4.5 million viewers. They are printing money through media. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. Um, and anything else from the super bowl that you uh, think is worthy before we turn the page? Um, just that, you know, it's good to have a good game. I, I remember the days of, of sitting down oh, with some God. friends to watch the game and, and, you know, and it's over in the first quarter. 
Um, so, yeah, to, to have a, a compelling game throughout was really good, I thought. All right. Uh, Dan Snyder's sale of the Commanders may be stalling, according to some reports. New York Post story that said, well, you know, maybe he's not going to get the seven billion that he wants. Maybe mm-hmm. he's going to hold uh, out and not want to sell it to Bezos because he owns the Post and the Post has been very unfavorable to him. Maybe he's just using this sort of sale as a way to better, you know, financially evaluate the the value of his home to then take out a home equity loan to build a new stadium on it. This was all spelled out in a business article in the New York Post. And for those that are still worried that this deal's not going to go through, it had to hit like a cold bucket of ice. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it could be a way of trying to get the bidding up that he's still trying to get that over the $7 billion mark. Uh, two, two very encouraging things, at least for me. One, Sean Payton. Uh, on Mad Dog Radio. Oh, this was amazing. Yes, go ahead. Just, just not even asked about it. He's, he's talking to Adam Shine uh, about, you know, did you consider going back to New Orleans because they wouldn't have to give up draft picks and stuff, and he talked about that. And then on his own, he said there was also the Washington situation where a potential buyer of the team reached out to him and gauged his interest. So, <laughs> so that's so hilarious. That, yeah, he say, was, he said that uh, and it's like, wow, de- Ron Rivera is so cooked right now. Well, it, but not only that, but but there's there's enough that that an owner believes that there's going to be a sale and he might be the one or she might be the one that gets the team and can move ahead in the direction of, hey, we're not going to waste another season with Ron Rivera. If I get approved at the owners' meetings in March, I'm going to move ahead, and we're going to have a new coach in place in time for next season. And if Sean Payton was willing to wait that long, would he do it? So I found that encouraging. The other thing is that Eric Bieniemy is supposed to interview with Ron Rivera this week. If, if Snyder was going to own the team, and Rivera was going to be there for probably one more year because he would get fired with a year left on his contract. Why would Bienemy do it other than if he thinks that there's going to be a new owner and things are going to be different? And he might even have the opportunity to be the head coach. So I, I think mm. there, those things, those things to me are encouraging that this is going to happen. And also, let's look at this. Let's say Snyder says, no, nope, not getting my price, sticking where we are. The league doesn't want another year of that complete embarrassment of, of a stadium, of a fan base. And, but and, and, but, you know, what, but what the uh, article said was an insider said they're not sure if the league has the 24 votes needed to oust him by force. They don't want to do that. They, they, and and here's, here's the other but thing. But do they have the votes if Snyder goes, yeah, nah. No, they, they don't want it to get to that. And, and the other thing that I read in SI a couple of months ago, which, which also is very uh, telling on how the finances work, once they approve that loan of four and a half or uh, $450 million so that he could buy out his partners, that loan has to be paid back by 2028. And they know that unless Snyder gets another a buyer, a partner, that he won't be able to pay it back. It, I heard it described as a cinder block with a chain around his ankle <laughs> that's being thrown into the water. Like, like they, they, they knew what they were doing when they said, yeah, sure, Dan. 
here, here, we'll 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 uh, we'll change the rules a little bit, and we'll allow you to to uh, take out that four hundred fifty million dollar loan, knowing that he would be in this situation. The last thing they want to do is vote him out, so they're doing everything they can to push him towards this kind of conclusion. Yeah. Meanwhile, the last vestiges of all things Redskins are being systematically erased wherever and whenever possible. Somebody reported that on the parking lot banners of all obscure places at the Super Bowl, where they had the past Super Bowl matchups and the team logos for the Redskins game against the Broncos, they had the Broncos logo and then they had just the NFL shield for Super Bowl 22, not even the commander's logo. And I'm looking at the picture right now. I said this would happen. I said there will be a systematic purging of all things Redskins to the point where you won't even see the highlights at some point. Mm, I don't know about that, but uh, but I, I think that it, it's just so confusing because they've had three different names in the last five years. No, so. I know, but still, I will say, if in unfairness, this logo of the Broncos did not, it has the current Bronco logo, not the accurate Bronco logo. So clearly some millennial in their art department who was in charge yeah. of the, uh, the windscreens for the parking area doesn't know <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, and did exactly. a pretty lazy job. Okay, from how one owner. This? Yeah. How, how about this? A new owner comes in and goes, yeah, that commander's thing, that's really stupid. Let's have a new one. You, <laughs> you'd be in favor of that, happen. right? Oh, yeah. I'm not in love with commanders. If anybody wants, and, and, and anything that's commanders will always remind me of Snyder. And once I think he's that's gone, the most compelling I hope to reason. never speak his name again. Yeah, I think that's the most compelling reason to change it again. After just one year, if if the league will allow it. Okay, from one owner to another, Ted Lerner, the uh, patriarch of the Lerner family, big real estate titans in the D.C. area, and the original owner of the Washington Nationals, passes away at 96? Seven. 97. Seven. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Ted Lerner. There were some pieces that claimed he brought baseball back to D.C. Incorrect. Eh, that is not correct. Tell yeah, people he, why it, he does not get credit for bringing baseball back to D.C. The Montreal Expos were owned by Major League Baseball. And uh, when it came time for them to move here from uh, Montreal, which would have been before the start of the 2005 season, uh, they put him up for bid that they were looking for a local owner. And there were a number of people uh, who were involved in in the bidding process, uh, including Jeff Smullyan, who at one time had owned the uh, Seattle Mariners and started our business, sports radio. Yeah. Um, but uh, but they went. They wanted somebody local, and Ted Lerner had the cash and and the local ties. And I think he was close to eighty years old, maybe even over eighty, when he bought the team. Uh, and uh, you know, they went through the the tough times of the rebuilding. And look, he delivered a World Series championship. And for someone who grew up here rooting for teams that stunk and uh, the son of a father who started rooting for the local baseball team in the 1940s when they stunk, that was a <laughs> wonderful thing. And uh, that's a, that's always going to be a great moment for me. So where does it stand on the sale of the team now? Because they were supposed to be done by now. The baseball pitchers and catchers report in a week. 
Yeah, I, uh, it was reported a couple of weeks ago that it wasn't going to happen this year. Either they didn't get the price they wanted or uh, uh, really the main thing is, and that's right, the Masson deal is, is what's oh, holding God. things up. And and uh, what what Tom Lavero reported is that it is in Peter Angelos's will, owner of the Orioles, that the team will be sold, not passed on to his sons. Oh, so he's doing a Jack Kent Cook up there with the Orioles, right? So, so the the now he hasn't been seen in years. He's ninety three years old. He's said to be in bad health. The sons have just decided to stop suing each other. So, uh, <laughs> at some point, uh, Peter Angelos will pass away. When that happens, and according to what Tom has, Major League Baseball will order that the Masson deal goes away, which will clear the way for the team to be sold. And it's expected that Ted Leonsis will buy the team because he wants the Nationals for his NBC Sports Washington network. So oh. that, that's where that is. And uh, I don't think the death of, uh, of Ted Lerner will have any real bearing on what happens with the sale. All right. Finally, uh, Burkhart and Olsen, I thought, did a very nice job calling the Super Bowl. How did, did. you feel about it? And is it possible that Tom Brady is... I don't know, 10 times better than Greg Olson, given the fact that I'm figuring Olson's a two to $3 million a year guy as a lead oh, no. analyst. Oh, you didn't see this? No. This is really, this is really, this, I mean, I understand how the finances work and so does he, but the way this will work, and it's going to be one more year with Olson because Brady's decided he's not going to the booth until 2024, uh, that he will make $10 million next year but if he stays with Fox and Brady moves in, his salary gets cut from ten million to three million. Wow. Okay. So so Brady's gonna make thirty five and a half million. Olson's gonna right. be knocked down to three if he doesn't leave. Uh, is it? Po- I mean, it to me this deal continues to be the most insane thing I've ever seen in sports, and sports is full of insane money. Oh, and I, I, I think, and Albert, I watched Albert Breer uh, talk to Dan Patrick about this. I think it's entirely possible that Brady doesn't do this. Uh, How? Why would he leave three hundred and seventy-five million dollars on the table? Well, I get to that, but he said, "Can can you see Tom Brady standing in the hot dog line at halftime?" He said, "That's that's just not going to happen." That he's too big of a star to just be a lead analyst on an NFL broadcast that all the other lead analysts like Chris Collinsworth or I don't know, pick some other names. They weren't huge NFL players, right? Right. And they grind. I mean, it's, it's, it's work and they have to travel a lot. I know Brady will have his private train and everything. Once a week is traveling a lot. No, but, but, but for them that, that, that's a lot. And look, in order to do this properly, you go to practice on Friday. You go to the uh, meetings on Saturday. I mean, it's it's a so it's a three Steve day Young, so it's a three day shot. In other words, okay, yeah. And look, Steve Young has has said this. He said, you know, they've been begging him to do Monday Night Football for years, and he said, I just don't want to work that hard. God, said, people are so lazy. No, but he's he's got other businesses. And, I guess and if so you got forth. the money, it's just not that exciting. Maybe being around football your whole life, you don't want more football, right? And look, and Brady may also find this uh, that you know just being in the in the in the mix and everything is cool to be around it. But 
um, when he leaves the stadium, he didn't win and he didn't lose. And and I got to know Matt Millen. Uh, now, Matt Millen was a disaster as a general manager. We know that. But uh, he was on his way to replacing John Madden as the number one analyst when he was at Fox. And he said, look, it's it's great to be around the game, but I miss the competition. And he wanted to be a general manager. You could see, I think, and I think, look, the Mannings have done it brilliantly. They, they understand this whole thing. No, 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 we're not getting involved in that stuff. We're, we're going to do our own thing, and we're going to do it. And I think that could happen there. And I think also Brady could make a deal with Fox that, you know, it's rather than just be a game analyst, and I say just, but yeah. rather than that, he's going to have like a whole entertainment uh, ecosystem center. built up around yeah. him like, like yeah, Manning. Exactly. So the Brady cast. Exactly, or the Brady cast, Brady shows, oh, whatever it is. The Brady you know, bunch. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you already see some douchebag executive going, hey, what do you think, Tom? The Brady bunch, yeah. huh? It'll be like the Manning <laughs> cast, but it's your own cast of people. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it's we, we have been in those buffet lines, right? And, and we know the people that are in them. And, yeah. and it just doesn't seem to fit Tom Brady. I mean, it just it just doesn't seem like that's... It was a good idea at the time, and when they're laying out that kind of money, and it was great for Fox because they got a lot of publicity out of that, and they showed, okay, we're a player here, even though we got these these two schlubs that were sticking in the booth here for the Super Bowl. I think they're great. And and I I actually did some work at one time with Kevin Burkhart. He's a a great story. It's a guy who was – who was like filling in at WFAN and selling cars to make money? Eighteen like years eight, ago, yeah, eighteen years ago, was working at Pine Belt Nissan in New Jersey, yeah. and making eighteen grand a year calling high school football games. Some would say, "See, kids, this is a story to never give up." I'm going to be here to tell you, Andy. See, kids, this is a story. Don't try this yourself. There is a ninety-nine point nine percent chance. It doesn't end up the way you think it's going to. So right, don't but, try it. This is but, called hitting the fucking lottery. He's good is, looking. His hair is amazing. He's not exceptional as a play-by-play man. You can swing a dead cat in a room full of play-by-play, full of Syracuse grads, and find a dozen guys just as good if you closed your eyes. He just got lucky. He got lucky, but the fact that this existed for him to rise from there, because most guys are not able to swim to the surface like that, and somebody gave him an opportunity, which doesn't usually happen. Like, when when, when they start looking for play-by-play guys, the first, like, for example, Bob Kraft wanted Al Michaels for this. You think <laughs> Al Michaels? And, and then they were willing to pay whatever it took. I know. You know to, yeah. to get him. So, well, uh, you know what, kids? Uh, I'm not saying don't chase your dreams. I'm saying have a backup plan just in case. All right, Andy. Really, and yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's yeah, different. It All right, Andy. Good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you. All right, Dave. Take All right, care, see you, buddy. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. 
The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.